Today is the 22nd of February 2018. It's Thursday. So now, after having practiced vipassa, sorry, after having practiced metta meditation, now. Uh, you can continue to practice vipassana meditation. So now, after having been dwelling in the Brahma realm, now you continue the journey to go to Nibbana. Is it correct? Vibhadanadeya atoma bhava lansone. Only with the practice of vipassana meditation can one uh, get to the end of one's journey. Bhudangale tadwari bhava lansone yaupu bhava lansone yaupu yilubhe ဟောတယ်ညွှန်ကြတယ်ဥဒေပြီးတော့ပေးတယ်ဒီဟာဟာဟင်ဘုရားကလည်းတတ်တွားတွေဘဝလန်းဆုံးရောက်ဖို့
somebody as a monk or um, when somebody ordains as a monk that's always done with the intention that that person then can reach or can get to the end of the journey the journey of uh, existences and the intention is also to get free from all kinds of suffering one experiences uh, as, an, as a being. And he also uh, said and advised that whatever wholesome deed we engage in, it should always be uh, dedicated to become free from the cycle of existences, that it should be dedicated to become free from all kinds of suffering. And so this can be uh, activities such as practicing generosity, dana, can be uh, keeping the precepts, leading a virtuous life, sila, um, practicing meditation, practicing vipassana meditation. So all these um, wholesome, virtuous, meritorious activities should always be dedicated to become free from all kinds of suffering. So the teachings are aimed at to become free from the cycle of existences, to become free from any kind of existence because uh, any kind of existence is uh, frightening or it's something um, to be feared. So whether it is a short life, um, life is always something frightening, or whether it's long life, that's also something frightening. I just want to make sure. Um, life, any kind of existence, uh, what is it like or what can it be compared with? It's like, but it can be compared with feces. So whether it's just a little bit of feces or whether it's a lot of feces, in any case, it's something disgusting. 
So only when we can get out of the cycle of existences will uh, will we have reached the end of the path. So in order to reach the end of this path, the path of repeated existences, which path do we need to take? It's the path of uh, vipassana meditation. It's the path of uh, the noble uh, path. It's the noble path. So when one practices vipassana meditation, then one, um, then mindfulness will, <coughs> mindfulness will arise, uh, concentration will arise, and insight, understanding will arise. So when all the vipassana insights have been experienced, when all the vipassana uh, insights, when one has all, when one has gone through all the uh, vipassana insights, then one experiences the maka insights or path knowledge. And with the attainment of the Arahata Makanyana, which means the path knowledge of Arahantship or uh, full liberation, so then with that uh, attainment one has reached the end of this path. So it means that the person who has um, reached the Arahata Makanyana, the past knowledge of Arahantship, so this person has become an Arahant. And if a person has become an arahant, then this means that this life is the last life of this person, of the arahant. Um, later on, there will be no more existence, no more life. So that's why this vipassana path is the path uh, one has to walk on to become uh, free from existences. That's why Sayato will now explain 
to all the meditators here how to change from the practice of metta meditation to the practice of vipassana meditation. So you have been practicing metta meditation and you have reached the metta jhana and so then you get out of this metta jhana and then switch to vipassana meditation. That's how one can change from the metta practice to the vipassana practice. So, so when uh, what we call the metta jhana means when the mind is deeply absorbed into the object of the metta practice, so the mind is uh, concentrated and there is also happiness, peace, or rapture. So this is what we refer to when saying metta jhana. And so then from being absorbed in the metta jhana, then when one decides to change to vipassana meditation, this means that one pays attention, one is mindful to, for example, the happiness that is present in one's mind. So one is mindful of the happiness and one notes it as happy, 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 or one is mindful of the joy, the rapture that is present at that moment. One is observing it as joy, joy, or pleasure, pleasure, or when the mind is peaceful, then one is mindful of that peaceful state and one notes it as peaceful, peaceful, peaceful. So, these mental states of uh, joy, rapture, or happiness, or the calmness of the concentrated mind, these are experiences that, that um, can arise, or these mental states are present. Um, in the metta jhana, but then when one observes these mental states of pity, rapture, joy, or sukha, happiness, peacefulness, or uh, ekagata, the one-pointedness of the mind, 
So when one pays attention to these mental states, noting them as they are, this means that one has uh, changed to practicing vipassana meditation. ดีเลนซันปอบาบีนี่เด้อไอ้ดีเลนซันปอบาบีนี่เด้คันดากูยกกูจีบีปอบาเด้ปอบาเด้ฉันดาเด้ฉันดาเด้งี้เด้งี้
धारी जाना बीती दाईजो लुप्त है तो बीती दाईजो को लोग डे लोग डे ये यानी ये यानी तभी में सुलझी ने यो को सुया याद दे दो जा विभिन्न आलोकों Or through the practice of metta meditation, so then uh, reaching the jhana, and in the jhana, for example, the factor of pity, rapture, um, arises. So then, when one becomes aware of the mental factor of rapture, uh, the joy in one's mind, so then one is observing a mental. Phenomenon, the joy, the rapture, and being mindful of this mental phenomenon of joy, uh, one is practicing vipassana. And also, with the arising of pity, then it manifests in the body as movement, shaking, or bodily jerks. And so then, if one is mindful of the movement of the body, the jerks. This means that one is mindful of a bodily uh, phenomenon, uh, which is rupa, and by being mindful of rupa, of a physical phenomenon, uh, that means one is practicing vipassana. Acha acha zandiyari, zandiyabjide yogdiyari, dari tinjaya yogtinjaya nangule shu. Yeah, eh? Or else, when other um, physical sensations become strong <coughs> through the attainment of a jhana, one can also become mindful or be mindful of other physical sensations, um, and so practice vipassana. Hello, <coughs> So, um, changing from experiencing the jhana, then whatever distinct uh, object uh, is there in the mind or in the body, this can be then the object for one's vipassana meditation. So whenever one is mindful of any distinct uh, phenomenon in the body and the mind, that means uh, one is being mindful of one of the four satipatthanas, one of the four foundations of mindfulness. So, being mindful of any distinct phenomenon in body and mind means we are practicing vipassana meditation. So, if a physical sensation is distinct in the foreground, then we are mindful of these physical sensations, and this means. Um, this belongs to the Kayanupasana uh, Satipatthana, so mindfulness of the body. 
Or else, if we are aware of the different feeling tones, whether pleasant or unpleasant or neutral, then this means we are practicing Vedana, Nupasana, Satipatthana, the mindfulness of Vedana, uh, feeling tones. And if you observe the mind, mental phenomena, then you are practicing citta nupassana satipatthana, mindfulness of the mind. And when you are aware of seeing, or being aware of hearing and so on. So this means you are practicing Dhamma Nupasana Satipatthana, the mindfulness of Dhammas, mind objects. So in this way, then you should uh, practice Vipassana meditation by being aware of whatever is um, dominantly arising in body and mind. And if you are practicing in this way, then you will uh, be able to see which objects are physical phenomena, you will see which objects are mental phenomena. So then you can uh, distinguish mis- physical and mental phenomena. And when you continue to practice, you will come to understand that these mental and physical phenomena only arise dependent on certain causes and conditions. You will understand that they do not arise without any cause. So in this way, you come to uh, see and understand the conditionality of mental and physical phenomena. And then when you continue to practice the four foundations of mindfulness, the four satipatthanas, then you will come to see that these mental and physical phenomena are not permanent. You see that they constantly arise and pass away, that they uh, are impermanent. And these phenomena which are constantly arising, passing away, arising, passing away, arising and passing away. This is called life, 
So you can see that in your own life, um, nothing is permanent. Things are constantly arising and passing away. Nothing lasts forever. So what we call life, this is the nature of arising and passing away. So if you look at your life, um, here we call it being born and dying, and then dying and being born, and then being born and dying, dying and being born. So, so the practice um, of the Satipatthanas, then uh, you see and understand that all these mental and physical phenomena are constantly arising and passing away, arising and passing away. And only when you um, attain the past knowledge, Maganyana, then there is the experience that this constant arising and passing away stops. And this means that life, a life comes to an end. So the fact that all these mental and physical phenomena are constantly arising and passing away, arising and passing away. Um, so this, um, this is this is called Boa, life, and the ending of life or the ending of the arising and passing away. So when that stops, that can only be experienced um, when one experiences the Maganyana, the path knowledge. Before that, <coughs> one cannot yet experience this. So if one wants to reach the end of this constant arising and passing away of what we call life, then one has to be mindful of this constantly arising and passing away mental and physical phenomena. 
So what we call vipassana bhavana, vipassana meditation, is to be aware of this constantly arising and passing away uh, mental and physical phenomena. So it's uh, through this practice of vipassana meditation that one can reach the end of the cycle of existence, that one can reach the end of this path. And so when a person reaches the end of the cycle um, of existences, then uh, the Buddha is happy and rejoices. So Sayadaw now wants to relate um, an event that happened at the time of the Buddha and it's about the man called Dananjani was a Brahmin and he was a wealthy person. And because he was a a Brahmin, so he worshipped Brahma. So he was not um, close or didn't have respect for the Buddha, but uh, he felt close for the Venerable Sariputta. He had respect for him. Sorry. Um, he was not friendly or did not feel he was not friendly with the Buddha but um, he was friendly with the Venerable Sariputta. So um, as a Brahmin he worshipped Brahma so uh, he made fire offerings to Brahma. And so this Brahmin uh, was getting older. And getting older, he also got sick. And so, through the sickness, he got a lot of painful sensations, a lot of pain, and uh, the sickness progressed, and he knew that soon he was going to die. 
So then he told uh, somebody to go and to go and uh, to go and see Venerable Sariputta and invite him to come to his house because the Brahmin said he wanted to see Venerable Sariputta again before he was uh, going to die. And so um, his student, he went to the Venerable Sariputta, to the monastery where Sariputta was. And he invited him and then Venerable Sariputta came to his house. And when Venerable Sariputta uh, got to the Brahmin's house, he asked him how he was doing, how his sickness was, if he was getting better, or if he had a lot of pain. And so Venerable Sariputta uh, thought that would be good if I would teach him the Dhamma, and so he asked him if he should do so. So then Venerable Sariputta asked Dananjani, um, the beings in the animals realm or the beings of the hell realm, which ones to experience more suffering? And Dananjani said, the beings in the hell realm experience more suffering than the beings in the animal realm. And then Venerable Sariputta asked, so the beings in the Peta realm, hungry ghost realm, and the beings in the animals realm, which ones to experience more suffering? And then Dananjani said, the beings in the animal realm experience more suffering compared to the beings in the Peta realms. Their suffering is not as strong. And then Venerable Sariputta asked, um, comparing the beings in the Peta realm and beings in the human realm. So in which realm uh, are the beings happier? And he answered that compared to the beings in the Peta realm, the beings in the human realm experience more happiness. 
เนี่ยนะบีก็เบปวะก็เบทานะก็ปูบิชัญนาตะเนลูมีเนี่ยมีเรกะจ๋าเนี่ยตะนิตานิปุนะยาอาลูปวะเรไซโนเนปวะก็
the Karuna, Mudita, and Upeka. And so then, after this teaching, Venerable Sariputta went back to the monastery and Dhananjani then started to practice metta meditation as instructed by Venerable Sariputta. And by cultivating metta in the ten directions, he was able to attain the first jhana. And by practicing metta meditation and having reached the first jhana, um, the Brahmin Dhananjani died. And as a result of that, he was reborn in the Brahma realm. When Venerable Sariputta uh, had gone back to the monastery, he went to the Buddha and reported where he had been. So when Sariputta said to the Buddha, I have been to, uh, to Dhananjani and I have um, given him some teaching and now I have come back. And then the Buddha wanted to know uh, what kind of teaching he had given him. And so he replied that he gave him a teaching of how to reach the Brahma realm. He said that he taught him how to practice metta meditation. But when the Buddha heard that, he reproached Venerable Sariputta. So the Buddha said to Venerable Sariputta, in my sasana, in my teaching, I have taught the practice of vipassana meditation by which one can become completely free, completely free from all kinds of existences. But uh, you now have only uh, taught metta meditation. So the meaning was like that um, Venerable Sariputta did not teach how to practice Vipassana meditation, but that he only taught the metta meditation. If the Buddha were still alive, 
then he surely would reproach uh, to Viranyani and to Arya because they have only taught the metta meditation and not the vipassana meditation. Yes, I so the Buddha is only satisfied if vipassana meditation is taught and if people engage in the practice of vipassana meditation. That's why uh, Sayadaw now gives this uh, Dhamma talk on how one uh, continues from the practice of metta meditation with the practice of vipassana meditation because this is in accordance with the Buddha's teaching. And so then, when the Buddha had reproached Sariputta, Sariputta realized, oh yes, um, this is true, I've only taught this Brahmin, Dhananjani, uh, the practice of metta and how to reach the Brahma realm. I have not taught him how to practice vipassana. And so then, with his Abhinyana, supernormal power, he realized that the Brahmin had died. And so, <coughs> Venerable Sariputta realized with his supernormal powers that Dananjani, the Brahmin, was no longer alive, that he had passed away. And also with his Abhinyanas, the supernormal powers, he looked where he was reborn and he saw that Dananjani was reborn in the Brahma realm. And then, with his supernormal powers, Venobhasariputta went to the Brahma realm and he taught the Brahmin Dananjani how to practice Vipassana meditation. And the Brahmins, not the, the Brahmas, have a very sharp mind. And so uh, when Sariputta was teaching how to practice Vipassana meditation, um, it was then that Dananjani attained the Makanyana the past knowledge. And so with the attainment of the first past knowledge, the Sotipata Maganyana, the past knowledge of 
stream entry, with that uh, experience or realization, one has caught a glimpse of the end of the life's path. However, with that, one has not yet completely reached the end of the path, the end of the cycle of existence, because that the very end of that path can only be reached with the attainment of the Arahata Maganyana, the past knowledge of Arahantship. So with this you see, you understand that with the practice of Vipassana meditation one can reach the very end of the path. One can reach at the end of the cycle of existences, one can become completely liberated from all existences. So, may all of you, by uh, practicing Vipassana meditation, uh, be able to uh, come to the end of this path. So may all of you be able to to attain to attain the metta jhana and then coming out of the metta jhana uh, be able to or continue to practice vipassana meditation and sort of vipassana meditation attain insight knowledge attain path and fruition knowledge and with that become free from all kinds of existences sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.